you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. So today I want to talk about the domesticated man. Yeah, it's a big thing or a theme that has been sitting with me, especially the last few weeks and months, and definitely has been on my mind over the last two years in this pandemic that we've been in. So what do I mean? And when I say the domesticated man, I'm not talking about someone that is fond of housework, okay? That's that's not what I'm I'm referring to here. And I'm not referring to someone that's fond of home life and housework and all those those kind of things that come to mind when we think of being domesticated. What I'm speaking about here is more in terms of being obedient, being obedient, being tamed. And I want to refer you to a documentary that I watched maybe a year or so ago, and it basically talked about the wolf and the dog. And maybe some of you already know this, maybe some of you don't, but the wolf is a direct descendant or connected to the dog. So dogs are literally domesticated wolves. And this documentary, it touched upon that as an analogy, because what's happened over the years is that man has been able to take the wolf and through breeding and training and through systems has been able to tame that wolf into pretty much the dog that we have today, the version of the dog that we have today. And so even looking at the definition of domesticated, it means to tame, especially in referring to an animal, through generations of breeding, to live in close association with humans, being a pet to work, and usually creating a dependency. And this is what's important, usually creating a dependency so that the animal loses its ability to live in the wild. That's the domesticated that I'm talking about here. And I'm referring to the domesticated man because I really believe if we take a moment and step back, that parts of our manlyhood, parts of being masculine, parts of being a man have been somewhat tamed. And I think what we're seeing now is generations of men who are afraid of their masculinity, who are afraid to be men, or who are afraid of their wild-like nature. And I see this in myself, and I see this in the men that I work with, being afraid of their emotions. And one of the emotions I find most men are terrified of is anger. Most men don't want to be angry. And I can understand why, right? Because anger is one of those emotions that if not dealt with in a proactive way, can be really dangerous. It can become violent. It becomes very destructive. 
But what I'm finding more and more that if a man hasn't found a positive way to express his anger or frustrations or emotions, it only makes it worse inside for him. He only becomes more angry and more frustrated over time. And it can have some really destructive ways or can have really destructive outcomes. And I think what's happening is for such a long time, we've been really told not just to hide our emotions, but to be palatable, to be someone in society that is upstanding and respectful and unintimidating, which is really the opposite part to our wild kind of nature. And I've seen the amazing transformation that inside a really safe container where a man can feel safe to let out his emotions of anger and frustration and express them, there's a massive transformation and a reconnection to an essence of himself that I think many men are foreign to. And I think it has a lot to do with this idea of being domesticated. And I've been thinking a lot about what is it that domesticates us? Why this disconnection from our wildlike natures, our, our ability to want to hunt and run and tackle and fight? You know, I, I look at my boys and I can only talk from my own experience, but there is a natural tendency to want to wrestle and fight and test one's own ability against another man or another human being. There is a natural tendency towards it. It's a fun, it's a play. And if you look at so many different species of animals, you will come across something very similar, this kind of testing a strength, this fighting, this wrestling, this kind of play-like nature. And I think it's been really taken out of context inside our society. And, and if we see an older man wrestling or fighting, it, it's considered a confrontation. But I think there's an innate part of us that wants to do that. And I think it's an important part of a man's development to want to test his own strength and know his own power and to wrestle and fight and, and, and do all those kind of natural things. And I know that we kind of get presented with these kind of extremities where, where we have men in the streets punching each other and the one king punch and it's, and it's causing some devastation. And I think the fear of that leads us to getting rid of all the fighting and that all fighting is wrong and bad. But I think that there's a deeper issue going on and that's because boys are not able to express that fight instinct inside of them and it's kind of contained for so long, domesticated for a better word, you know, all it takes is a drink, all it takes is some sort of drugs or something to kind of loosen them for that fight, that anger, that emotion to just explode. And I think that's what leads us to these places of fighting is terrible. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Manfulness Podcast. If this episode has ignited something inside of you and you're ready for the next step, then I highly encourage that you check out my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. I've got two brand new programs that have started up for 2022. One is the Inside Man program, and this is eight sessions 
where I sit with you and we deep dive into looking at your thoughts and your mindset, looking at our feelings and our emotions and learning how to release them. And then finally, creating an action plan and a milestone plan so we can get you thriving in your life. The second program that I've got going is Breathfulness, which is another eight-session program where we go through the powers of breathwork. We show how it can heal your body, reduce stress, find profound deep states of meditation, as well as gain clarity in your life and help you visualize a beautiful future. So if, if you're interested in any of those programs, please feel free to DM me on Instagram or you can go to the link in my bio and check out more information there. And so I kind of want to bring this topic up and I, I don't have any solutions to it besides the fact of, of having a kind of look of how we structure our society. The other thing that I'm, I'm, I'm seeing is that we lack an inability to be wild or be free. And I think we look at our world now where most of us kind of work this nine to five, we get a job, we maybe buy a house, we start a family. I see a lot of men doing this. And what I see inside a lot of men some of the times is going along with it, or going along with life. I think they get to a certain point in their life where they go, well, I'm at a certain age. I should be married. I should have a kid or I should start a family. I should buy this house. We should buy a bigger house. We should buy a bigger car. I should be going up the corporate ladder. And it's not to say that some of these things aren't great or important or enjoyable. They definitely are. But I think a lot of men fall into these places not really being ready for those steps. And I think they're, getting, they're missing some of the fundamental, fundamental initiations that are required before they get to those stages in life, before they make those decisions. I think they're making those decisions through maybe peer pressure or family pressure as opposed to being really ready. And I don't think we know what we need in order to be ready. I don't think we know. And I think what's happened is our life, has become so domesticated, so much focused on making, having a family, starting, having a career, following this kind of way in life. And I think there's a longing, there's, a, there's, there's something we're missing. And I think what we're missing is that wild part of us. We haven't had an opportunity to explore our wild side. We haven't had an opportunity to explore our emotions. We haven't had an opportunity to explore different elements of ourselves. We haven't had an opportunity to explore sex and sexuality. We haven't had a, a, a chance to explore being creative. We haven't had a chance to explore a whole range of things. We haven't had a chance to connect with nature and really be in those uncomfortable zones. And I think what happens is later on in life, and, and, and this is kind of what I found in myself and I'm seeing in my clients, is that there's a restlessness to them. There's a restlessness and it maybe comes out as a midlife crisis. I don't know, you know, where they think they need to go buy a motorbike or maybe some men go off and cheat on their wives or they go off and do kind of life threatening, crazy things as a way to kind of feel that wildness again. And I noticed that in myself as well. I've noticed that drive or urge and 
because it's kind of not acceptable, I've done nothing but just suppress it as opposed to sit with it and try to understand it. And, and a lot of things changed for me once I kind of got back into the wild, connected with nature and allowed myself to explore different aspects of myself, different emotions that I had, anger, rage, silence, stillness, you know, giving myself a chance to kind of explore these things and looking at how the systems of life, the systems of our society really sometimes take these things away from us. There's a few days that I've done, which is called a vision quest, where I've gone out and just been alone by myself in nature for days on end. And you're confronted with a whole range of emotions. First of all, loneliness, then you feel guilt, you kind of then feel sadness, then you feel bored, and you feel all these kind of emotions at once. You feel like you should be doing something, you miss your family. But then after some time, you kind of sink into the rhythm of nature. And there's this kind of stillness or this, well, a stillness comes over you, then an intrigue, an awe for nature and a, a want to explore and look at things and build things and, and light a fire. And there is something quite innate and wild about doing that. And I think what would do a lot of men a lot of a favor would be to find a way to connect with that to find a way to, to get into nature and to put themselves into circumstances where they can be a bit more free. Maybe getting a bunch of men together, and I'm not necessarily saying start a fight club, but allowing themselves to play and wrestle and test their strength. I've been following a lot of people in America, uh, Sacred Sons. I highly recommend you check them out. And there's a lot of uh, good things happening around the world. Even in Australia, I'm trying to find some more, but America seems to be really leading the charge and Sacred Sons has some really great tools and things that they do that really bring out that wild side. It's like a bunch of men in the wild screaming and howling and shouting and connecting with nature and wrestling and, and then talking and then crying and sharing. And I think it's an aspect to ourselves that we really need to start to explore really need to start to explore because I think if you don't, it starts to become quite destructive and our society as a whole needs to change. And I think the more men start to feel more comfortable owning their masculinity or owning the wild side of them, if you want to call it that, I think the better off our society is going to be. And I, I really think about our youth because they have no way to go. They have no role models in this. I mean, what, what role models do we have that show us how to connect with that kind of wild side of us in a real positive, constructive way. I mean, I, I can't think of any. You know, what role models do we have that give us that understanding of nature and, and being out there in the open wilderness and that those feelings of hunting or feelings of being out there in, in the cold? You know, I, I think there's something quite profound about it. And I think we need to activate this in ourselves and pass these lessons onto our, our children because if we don't i think we're going to find a world a, a world that's more unhappy a, a group of a generation that's disconnected from something quite fundamental for them so something i'm going to be working on something i'm going to be learning about and just really seeing how i can express myself in different ways or open myself up to other sides of myself that hasn't had an opportunity to grow as yet so 
I hope that was informative to you. I hope it's a, it starts a discussion inside of you. Check out Sacred Sons. Have a look at some of the work that they do and see where we can break out of this domestication, right? Break out of this world of just being tame and not standing up for things and not allowing ourselves to find something more profound inside of us. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Um, Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.